Welcome to the Osei Show of Entrepreneurship and Regional Development Podcast. Each publication in our journal is a great opportunity to share significant and audacious contributions to a large audience. My guest today is Julia Junti from University of St. Andrews, Scotland, UK. She recently published an article entitled Academic Entrepreneurship, Work Identity in Context. It has been published in Entrepreneurship and Regional Development, a journal edited by Taylor and Francis. She co-authored this paper with George Billy. Julia, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much. Can you tell us what is the origin of your paper? Why have you decided to address this particular topic? And what is the question you aim to answer? So the topic of academic entrepreneurship has fascinated me since the time of my PhD. I found it a very interesting topic because it intrinsically contains uh, controversies such as those between science conceived in traditional Mertonian terms and the commercialization side of science or business. Uh, given these um, unique tensions, uh, I find the topic as potentially very insightful for uh, entrepreneurship in general. The main questions of my paper um, were how academics' conceptions of themselves at work, also defined as work identity, influence uh, how they approach the possibility to be involved in entrepreneurial activities. And related to that, we were uh, asking, what's the role of context in shaping this process? What are the main contributions of your paper? So one of the main contributions of the paper is to have suggested a realignment of academic entrepreneurship with social entrepreneurship. Uh, we uh, arrived at this argument um, through the analysis of interviews of academics across three different countries. And what we noticed was that the main motivations for their involvement in entrepreneurial activities were themes overlapping with the motivation to pursue an academic career. And these themes were intellectual stimulation, freedom of thinking, societal contribution, which we see as very aligned with social entrepreneurship. So therefore we came with this um, suggestion of creating a bridge between academic entrepreneurship and social entrepreneurship, given this uh, alignment of, of themes that we noticed. What was for you the main theoretical and or methodological challenge or challenges in addressing such a question? So one of the uh, challenges was methodological because uh, the study relies on a relatively substantial amount of interviews. And therefore, um, at the end, we had a rich data set, uh, which is interesting per se and potentially useful, but at the same time can be very challenging, especially in terms of summarizing the main findings. And often there was the unintentional temptation to take many different directions and talk a little bit about everything, therefore uh, losing the main path and the main uh, points you want to cover. So it was very important to be self-reflective on the analytical process and in the methodological challenges to um, stay on the path and the main points we wanted to focus on. During your research journey, what was your biggest surprise or the most counterintuitive result? Uh, 
what we found particularly counterintuitive, but very insightful and interesting, was what we called a curiosity. So this sense of uh, interest that we notice across some of our participants, those without entrepreneurial experience, but uh, not necessarily traditional as other previous studies would have called them. So we did um, find some resemble with previous studies in terms of funding some academics which were reluctant towards academic entrepreneurship and therefore traditional in some senses. But amongst them, we found more nuanced stories. We also found that some academics were not involved in entrepreneurial activities, but were curious about it. So they were not ideologically um, against it. Uh, they perhaps didn't have the opportunity, they were not presented with uh, some occasions for entrepreneurship, or they had some practical challenges to get involved in such uh, entrepreneurial activities, but were not against it. So, and that, uh, that signals potential for entrepreneurship across different type of academics that um, more nuanced stories could unfold uh, rather than uh, making a big categorization of academics. What are the main implications of your work for entrepreneurs, managers, policymakers, practitioners in general? So, um, through the cross-country comparative analysis conducted in the studies, which involved interviewing academics um, in three different universities located in three different countries, what we notice is that academic entrepreneurship is uh, underpinned by A, a variety of factors, and B, some of them are supranational, as we call them, borrowing from other colleagues the term of supranational, to refer to overarching uh, factors that influence uh, academic entrepreneurship in a similar way across different contexts. But we also found some uh, context-specific factors. Um, therefore, uh, these heterogeneity of factors, as well as context-specific elements, need to be taken into account. Um, Therefore, uh, we argue that a one-size-fits-all approach to academic entrepreneurship is probably not effective because not taking into account such a variety. Therefore, we suggest more ad hoc um, approaches that take into account, for example, different disciplines as well as different subpopulations of academics within universities. So, for example, um, senior uh, versus junior academics we noticed that career stage is also a very influential factor for academic entrepreneurship. Therefore, having different approaches is probably a more effective um, method to uh, academic entrepreneurship. Thanks a lot, Julia, for participating to our show and presenting your paper entitled Academic Entrepreneurship, Work Identity in Context. All our podcasts are available on entrepreneurship-ed.com and on the main podcast platform. Thank you very much.